0: Everyone loves ninjas, I mean, they're stealthy assassins trained to knock out enemies with throwing stars. Well, that's what we've all been told. But is that really the truth? Hi, I'm Talia, and this is Don't Ask Me Why I Know This, a podcast dedicated to to talking about history in a fun way. Today's episode is about ninjas. To start off, I'll clarify that ninja isn't technically the right word. It's actually shinobi which basically translates to a person who hides. Pretty spot on. But for the rest of the episode, I'm just going to say ninja, because let's face it, it sounds way more fun, and it's cooler. It's difficult to pin down the exact history of ninjas, because, let's face it, Japanese folklore is very complicated. But it basically states that ninjas descended from a demon that was half man and half crow. However, it seems more likely that the ninja slowly evolved as an opposing force to upperclassmen, the samurai, in early feudal Japan. Most sources indicate that the skills that became ninjutsu, the ninja's art of stealth, began to develop between 600 to 900. Prince Shotoku, who lived from 574 to 622, is said to have employed Adetanamo as a shinobi spy. By the year 907, the Tang Dynasty in China had fallen, plunging the country into 50 years of chaos and forcing Tang generals to escape over the sea to Japan, where they brought new battle tactics and philosophies of war. For a century or more, the blend of Chinese and native tactics that would become ninjutsu ninjutsu, developed as a counterculture without rules. It was first formalized by Dasuki Tageru and Kane Doshi around the 12th century. Dasuki had been a samurai, but he was on the losing side in a regional battle and forced to forfeit his lands in a samurai title. Ordinarily, a samurai might commit seppu, the act of death after failure after these circumstances, but Dasuki did not. Instead, in 1162, Tsuki wandered around the mountains of southwest Honshu, where he met Kane, a Chinese warrior monk. Tsuki renounced the Badushu Code. Together, the two developed a theory of guerrilla warfare called ninjinsu. Tsuki's descendant created the first ninja rai, or school, the Togamaru. Some of the ninja leaders or jannin were disgraced samurai like Dasuki, They had lost in battle or had been renounced by their daimyo, but fled rather than committing their ritual. However, most ordinary ninjas were not from the nobility. The main difference between ninjas and samurai are actually that samurai are mostly were mostly normal men, noblemen and came from like way better heritage they were like knights in medieval times compared to like commoners which were ninjas ninjas were like really looked down upon by the um samurai and were like classic peasants to them but because the samurai actually could not kill because of their code they would use the ninjas as a loophole and hire them as assassins to commit the, like, murder for them, since they technically couldn't do it. Um, So they were mostly acting as, like, spies and assassins um, compared to the samurai, who were mostly noblemen and just served for, like, the, the king or the queen at that time as more of, like, a bodyguard. So it was the ninjas who were really doing, like, the actual dirty work. Another actual theory... Or that ninjas wore all black, which actually was not true. Because, let's face it, if you're trying to sneak around, wearing an all black outfit, like, might set you off compared to, like, a bunch of other people. Um, so, they usually only did that during, like, either the dead of night or, like, just as camouflage. But they rarely ever did that. They would noticely wear normal clothes and just blend in with everyone else because honestly that was the best tactic because why would you wear something that would set you apart um they also didn't really use um blades because it was very messy so or their ninja stars they mostly just used their um long fold which they could keep in their pocket and just whip out when they needed it to um, women also served in ninja combat. Female ninja infiltrated enemy castles in the guise of dancers, concubines, or servants. Um, and they were normally very high, very highly successful spies. The samurai lords could not always prevail in open warfare. Um, so they couldn't, but since they couldn't always trust the ninja because opponents um, would also hire the ninja that it was really hard. So they created a system that transferred wealth to lower classes, as the ninja were paid handsomely for their work. Of course, the samurai's enemies could also hire a ninja, and as a result, the samurai needed, despised, and feared the ninja in equal measure. The ninja, high man, or jonin, gave orders to the chunin, middleman, who passed them on to the genin, or the ordinary ninja. This hierarchy was also, unfortunately, based on the class the ninja had come from before the training but it wasn't uncommon for a skilled ninja to ascend the ranks well beyond his or her social class. It wasn't uncommon, but it was, like, pretty rare. Ninja came into their own during the Tumulus era between 1336 and 1600. In an atmosphere of constant war, ninja skills were essential for all sides, and they played a key role in the Nabushaki Wars from 1336 to 1392. The onin war in the 1460s and the sanjuku Judy or warring states period where they aided samurai in their internal power or struggles the ninja were an important tool during the sanjuki period 1467 to 1568 but also a destabilizing influence when warlord Oda Nunjaki emerged as the strongest Dayamo and began to reunite Japan in fifteen fifty one to fifteen eighty two. He saw the ninja strongholds at Iga and Koga as a threat, but despite quickly defeating the co op during the Koga Ninja forces, Nunbago had trouble with Iga. What also became Iga Revolt or Igo no run. Nubago attacked the ninja of Igo with an overwhelming force of more than 40,000 men. Nubago's lightning-quick attack on Igo forced the, the ninja to fight open battles. and As a result, they were defeated and scattered to nearby provinces. While their bases were destroyed, the ninja did not vanish entirely. Some went into the service of Togo, became Shoga in 1603 the much-reduced ninja continued to serve on both sides in various struggles. In one famous incident from, ni- from 1600, a ninja snuck through a to group of Tokuga defenders at Hayata Castle and planted the flag of the besieging army high on the front gate. The Edo period of the tugaga Shon Gate from 1603 to 1868 brought stability and peace to Japan, bringing the ninja story to a close. Ninja skills and legends survived, through embellishment to his life in movies, games, and comic books of today. Thank you for listening to Don't Ask Me Why I Know This. I'm Talia.